well. Bad Mr. Frosty. That's, I guess we'll start, we'll start every show with some stupid-ass line. Uh, you know, I, I just, me and Sarah just watched an uh, interview The Undertaker gave. He rarely does interviews. What? An interview that The Undertaker gave. He was on a, uh, basically Stone Cold was interviewing him, asking about, you know, pro wrestling. So well, Stone Cold was wrestling, uh, uh, interviewing. Yeah, he was on interviewing The Undertaker. That's interesting. Uh, I don't mean to make you repeat what you just said. I was just found that interesting. Yeah, he. Uh, so his name is Mark Calloway. He's from Houston, Texas. He grew up watching the same type of pro wrestling that Stone Cold did, but uh, they had different contexts. And Stone Cold said that, uh, other than seeing his work product, he didn't really know a lot about the Undertaker. He's like, we hang out with different people, so you know they wrestled together for over thirty years, but. You know, they don't wrestling. know that much about their personal lives. They're wrestling over 30 years. Yeah. I'm going to that event December 11th. What event? Uh, AEW Dynamite. Dynamite! Nobody's going to say that, though. They might. Nah. <laughs> nope. So what you been up to? Oh, uh, nothing. I think I'm getting sick. What's wrong with you? Uh, I'm getting a cough, and my throat's getting sore. Cough due to cold? You're an idiot. Uh, Brittany should be having her baby. Any day now. Yeah, Sarah could have hers at any moment, too. Dang, baby time. She's not due, but it could, you never know. Well, Brittany is, she's like, I think she's due at the end of the month. Well, she had told me originally that uh, they were going to, oh, hello, everybody. Welcome to Big Beefing. Um, you didn't need to do that. She had told, well, you know, for some people, that kind of shit's important. We're gonna, we're changing formats next month or after next month. <laughs> so fucking changing. But you, you're not doing no damn work. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. We put out too many fucking podcasts to do any damn work into it. So, instead But you of, said at the beginning we needed to do a fucking episode every fucking day. You I said wanted, that. I wanted. I thought my formula at that time, I thought, because what I had heard Joe Rogan said, he said, keep doing it. Don't give up. Be consistent. And you look at all the other podcasts and like, you know, people usually start off with like three or four and then they stop and they don't ever do it again. I mean, we almost got 200 fucking hours of us sitting here talking over the damn internet. <laughs> and, you know, so I think we've got the volume. I think we've got it down. Like I, um, Jake was what telling me, he's listened to every episode. It took him like f fucking months to start doing it. You know, to get who, who listened to every episode? Jake, our cousin? No, guy Jake we went, who? Guy who? We went to school with Jay. Jay? Jacob Kilcrease. You never called him that. <laughs> he was telling us, uh, he was telling me that he had watched, he got caught up on the episodes. Oh, yeah. So, uh, anyways, um, yeah, we're just going to change the format. We don't, we're going to, what are we going to do? Uh, we'll probably just go to just, uh, 
maybe an hour, hour and a half on Friday nights, and we'll talk about like the previous events of the week. And maybe we'll occasionally have a special guest on, but uh, we don't need to stretch it out every other night. I've been trying to get you to put a special guest on, and you haven't been doing it. It doesn't have to be mandatory. Just every now and then we have somebody on. But we, when was the last time we had a special guest, boy? When? Uh, like somebody we didn't know? <laughs> uh, might have been that. Just somebody that hasn't been on the show before, like our cousin Austin. Austin would do it. We had, uh, we've had Eddie on a couple times. We've fucking had, Eddie. We've had yeah, Matt. it was all right having Eddie on. It was all right, but he just wanted to talk about old shit, though. We've had Matt Reed on a couple times. We yeah. Had, uh, we had a hairstylist in New York. I, I was here for all of that, boy. We had uh, a witch. I we was had, there for that, too. We had two conspiracy theorists. Oh, we had a cosplayer. I think the cosplayer was the last person we had on. Yeah, and I didn't know shit about her. I didn't even talk. I didn't. I didn't say anything that entire episode. <laughs> yeah, I know. You just logged in and didn't say shit like a weirdo. You could have said hi, guys. Say, and you guys were talking the entire time. I didn't have a chance. <laughs> you know, it was one of those things where I look back at our special guest segment, and it's kind of fucking dumb. Like segment. It, it's a, a witch. You know what she does. She does fucking witchcraft. And we're asking questions about witchcraft. And that's what she fucking does. We have a cosplayer on. What do we do? We ask her questions about the fucking cosplay. Like, it's like we're, we're, we're playing, we're being a damn dictionary here when we're supposed to be an entertainment show, not fucking answering questions and figuring out what shit is. Like, if you want to know what a cosplayer is, you get online, you go to Google, you type in cosplay, and you'll fucking learn. But nobody's going to get on our podcast to listen to how somebody becomes a fucking cosplayer or what their thoughts well, no, are some, some of them some of them like that some of them like to be uh informed about you know what they've been doing and how it worked out for them and all that shit well you know for a second there i thought we were gonna <sighs> into the trades like we were gonna interview a mechanic and interview a a, a, a welder and interview a Why would you do that interview a, a guy who digs in the dirt and shit digs in the fucking dirt <laughs> why so you can make fun of how hard his life is <laughs> maybe some people like digging in the dirt boy yeah but you don't <laughs> don't knock it till you try it you ain't tried it <laughs> i worked for construction for one day <laughs> you know everything there is to know about the construction business <laughs> yeah it sucks <laughs> uh, ed o'neill didn't think it sucked when he was in that movie. Is that O'Neill? Ed O'Neill? Come on, man. Married with children? Yeah, he was in that movie, Dutch. He was a he was a contractor. He ran a construction company. He wasn't in construction. But you you had to think that he started somewhere. Yeah. He started out as a contractor. I had this professor in school and he used to tell us, You know what you need to be a contractor? And we were like, What? He said, All you need is a magnetic sign. Just to throw on your car and say you're a fucking contractor. That's all you need. Why are you sitting there rocking back and forth? <laughs> Does it matter what the fuck I'm doing? Y yeah. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Knocking on heaven's door. What'd you think about the uh, the SWAT cats thing that I did? Uh, I didn't see it. Oh. You want me to send you the link? I saw the X-Men one. Well, did you 
Well, I think I saw it on YouTube, and I saw something that said SWAT cats, and I was like, oh, I've probably seen that before. That was that was you. Something original that I made. How is it original if it's SWAT cats? SWAT cats belongs I, to somebody I else. Took, I took two different things and I fucking combined them. We went over this shit. But that's that's not original. You you took someone else's idea. <laughs> when you take two things and you make something new, it's original. But the, the source material isn't yours, though. The source material of what I created is. No, but that's not the same. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to send you the link. Yeah, all right. I'll look at it. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Don't write it. And we'll do it live. Where Where's that from? When Bill O'Reilly lost his shit. Here, I'll play it for you. What are you, what are you talking about? He lost his shit. I don't know what you mean. Hold on. Let me, let me read it. Let me just play it. <laughs> let me find it real quick. I gotta find one that hasn't been fucking altered. Yeah, because that's what people do now. Yeah, like me. Alright. Nope. So people providing fucking commentary. I just want to see the damn clip. <laughs> okay. Fine. How's work going, boy? And that is it for us today. Okay, I don't know why. Whatever it is, it's not right on a teleprompter. I don't know what that is. I've never seen that. No, there is. We are going to do Sting, yeah. Okay, but... Okay. Now, I can't read it. There's no there's no words on it. Okay. <laughs> there's no words there. To play us out. What does that mean? To play us out. <laughs> what does that mean? Video. What's what is, angry? I don't know what that means to play us out. What does that mean? To end the show? Yeah. Yeah. All right, go, go. In five, four, three. That's tomorrow, and that is that. Okay. In five, four, three. That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. And we will leave you with a. I can't do it. Okay. We'll do it live. Okay. No. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. <laughs> I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. <laughs> Fucking thing sucks. Yeah. Why is he so mad? <laughs> That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. I'm Bill O'Reilly. Thanks again for watching. We'll leave you with Sting and a cut off his new album. Take it away. And so then you don't see it, but he stands up and he like throws his fucking paper and he throws his jacket off. He's cussing somebody out, and he throws everything off the fucking table. Why? Why? What's going on? I don't. I don't get this. <laughs> sure, cocaine had something to do with it. Cocaine? Did Bill O'Reilly have a cocaine problem? No, but I think everybody in the eighties did. Well, the, that wasn't the eighties, was it? Hold on, listen to this. Flavor still driving, still driven at the age of one hundred and three. Tootin' around Coatesville, Pennsylvania, and you know when she's coming. No mistaken, her 79 two-tone coupe de ville. But I think the story here is she's 103, 104 next month, and she looks 25 years younger. Miss Flamer, this shout-out's for you. Oh, that's the wrong song. Hold on.
When they find, see, they they do this shit. They make they fuck up the wrong song. <laughs> well, you you should have done your research, man. If you wanted to talk about this shit. <laughs> well, it's like I've watched. The, I've see the problem is I've watched the video and I've watched the fake video. So was the what was the uh, real video? Well, let me see if I can find it real quick. Shit. Well, just tell, just tell me about it. You don't have to fucking kill airtime. <laughs> Hold on, I'll find it. None of this matters. It's all right. Who are you talking to? Myself, goddammit. <laughs> CNN mistake. So no John tonight, huh? I don't know where he is. Okay, maybe this is it. What is? What are you talking about? Nope. Okay, I think this is it. It's hard to find the original one. Why is that? I don't fucking know. But his labor still driving, still driven at the age of 103 student around Coatesville, Pennsylvania, and you know when she's coming. No mistake in her 79 two-tone Coupe de Ville, but I think the story here is she's 103, 104 next month, and she looks 25 years younger. Ms. Flamer, the shout-out's for you. Why do you call yourself a nigga? Nigga, 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 I'm a motherfucking nigga. Nigga, nigga, nigga. Now on the note of music. <laughs> That's bad, man. <laughs> well, That's oh, I, didn't play, bad. I didn't play the rest of it. You got to hear the apology part. So the news reporter comes back out, and this is what she says. We aired some music just a few minutes ago, and obviously, for those of you that heard it, it was the wrong music uh, that aired, and we apologize for that. It was a terrible mistake, and we're working very hard to make up for it. Back after quick break. <laughs> So You're I was, working very hard to make up for the fact you just heard us drop a bunch of racial slurs. My thinking on that was there, like there was some disgruntled guy at CNN, and like he's like they're like, "Hey Bob, clear out your desk by five today. You're fired." We're like, oh man, and then he's sitting there watching the video, and he's like, "I got this shit." Yep, <laughs> I did that. That's me. <laughs> he just walks out there. Peace out, bitches. Motherfucker. <laughs> like, lights up a blunt right there in the fucking CNN building. <laughs> it starts coughing. Goddamn. <laughs> I was telling, uh, there's this lady that's going to, uh, Naomi, she's going to be coming downtown to work. And I was like, yeah, I went out in the, was, I was downtown at the square today by the Christmas tree. And she's like, it's nice weather and, uh, that'll be something real pretty to do. And I was like, yeah, it's crazy because you'll see this whole mixture of people. You'll have, these hipsters, you'll have these business people, you'll have officials, government workers, and then you got families just trying to chill, and you'll have like some little kid like running around the fountain and running around the tree, and then this fucking homeless guy with dirty ass fucking clothes and a lion's mane worth of hair and a fucking big old beard, and he's just coughing up blood just sitting there. <laughs> Dang, man. Fucking hilarious to see unfold. <laughs> That's hilarious. Somebody coughing up blood, living in misery. <laughs> Well, it's just, they're standing right there beside the people that, you know, are living life and having a good time. They're not living life? <laughs> no. Them bums ain't fucking living. 
<laughs> they're just waiting to get how the, you really feel shit. they're just waiting to get the disease that takes them out look yeah. I, I wouldn't mind I, I would be more empathetic to the plight of the bum but I get tired of having, getting asked for fucking money <laughs> like just be a bum poor, man. what do you expect you don't have to ask for money just be a bum and I'll treat you nice if bums if bums didn't come up to me and only ask for money I'd talk to him. Hey, hey, what's up, man? How's it going? Oh, going pretty good. You know, but no, they want $2. That $2 is going to help him out. It's not going to help him do shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, I don't know where John is. Yeah, neither do I. You hear me? I said, neither do I. Where'd you go? All right, everybody. That's the Big Beefing Show. Thank you for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you next week. <laughs> uh, no, please don't leave. Shane. Shane I haven't left. I haven't left. I'm I, here. I meant you. I meant, I meant the listeners. <laughs> Dang it. Uh. Now my camera's all fucked up. What'd you do? Why can't you just... What the fuck, man? I, I use my cell phone, and I just sits here, and I never have a fucking problem. There's something with the uh, iPhones and the audio. It doesn't pick up very good. You need to get an Android. Yeah, well, I've been on iPhone since, like, the iPhone 3, so that ain't happening. Ooh. Uh, I had a dream last night that... Me and, <laughs> me, and, me and Daniel were coming out the movie theater. Uh, we were coming out the movie theater in Arlington. What was Daniel in your dream? I don't fucking know. I'm just telling you the fucking dream, man. He was in my dream. We're coming out of a movie theater. Can you listen? Me and Daniel <laughs> are walking out of a movie theater, right? And as we're walking in the back alley to the parking lot, this Mexican guy wearing flannel and like a, a John Deere hat is carrying an AR-15. And Shit. I remember... I remember looking at him and I was like, yeah, you know, it's just, uh, you know, it's open carry. It's open carry state. So he can walk around with it and not really a whole yeah. lot about it. And then I got to thinking, I was like, something's not right. Cause the guy was kind of smiling and I was like, I don't know. I don't know what's up with this. What, it doesn't Carrying make his fucking gun smiling. Yeah. Something's about to I, go down. I was like, it's his right to be here, but it doesn't make any sense. So I, I kind of stood and Daniel kept on walking and I was, I was wanting to tell Daniel like, hold up, man. But he just kept going and like, Daniel gets out to the parking lot, and all of a sudden, the guy just raises up his AR-15 and just fucking blasts Daniel. And so I had to decide. I was like, well, do I fucking go try to help Daniel or to get the fuck out of there? So I started running away, and, like, Daniel goes down, and, like, he just starts unloading on the crowd. And uh, I run into the building, and I'm like, active shooter, active shooter. I'm, like, yelling and telling people to run, and, like, we're all everybody's panicking. Like, the mall's just losing their shit. And I could have went into the main entrance into the mall, but I thought, well, I need to be able to get out and get away. So I went in this back entrance and it like led to a fucking, there was like a daycare for parents that, that were watching the movies. There was a kitchen and like the rooms kept getting narrow and narrower. And I was like, we're not going to get out. We're going to be fucking trapped. There's not going to be an exit. And I'm like trying to find the exit. And like, I don't want to backtrack because I can hear the gunshots going off. And like, you know, we don't know how fast the cops are going to get there. Anyways, that was it. That was the dream. Did you have some sort of training at work that made you you know think about this kind of thing 
Well, we've had we have the training every now and then to talk to people about it. I mean, we have to bring it up. But our thing is, we have in my building, I have two deputies at the front door, and the building that connects ours usually has like four or five deputies plus the justice of the peace. So <laughs> any point in time, there's about you know twelve to fifteen firearms in my vicinity that you know trained individuals. Now here's the problem: the deputies that work in my building. They're usually kind of leaning over their their station or they got their phones out. I mean, they're good at, like, checking people. Like, they'll check them when they come through. They'll check them. But if somebody shady, like, had a coat and walked up to the door like the Matrix and just fucking, I mean, they'd, they'd take them out, man. But in that situation, first of all, you just have to pray that you're not right there when it happens. Like, if I'm, we have a closed door, like a barrier that protects us um, that we, we control with a little button switch to let people in or out. Uh, if you hear one pop, you know, you're probably okay. Nothing to worry about. But if you hear two pops, your ass better fucking move. That's what I tell all my people. When you hear two, you've got to go. And I don't care what it is. You just go. And, uh, I'll fucking, I've been looking at my window. Like I'll take my chair. Firecrackers, man, relax. (laughs) Hey, it's not worth it, man. The, The number one reason they say those shooters get people is they don't move. They don't act. So this happens a lot. Active shooting, it doesn't happen a lot, but when it does happen, that's what they've noticed. Like in, in national national studies, one, the one thing that gets well, people killed is they I don't. Know active shooting is a nationwide thing, but I was thinking more of like you know at, at places where you work and stuff like now, that. The only time the only time shootings happen in places like that is when uh, there's like a disgruntled employee coming back or like a, a spouse Shit. that cheated on. There was a there was a guy that uh it was in New York. Whereas P.O. had like was just on his ass nonstop. Like he'd been on probation for a while. And his his first set of P.O.s were real cool. Worked with the guy, tried to get him help. But then he got a P.O. that just would not let up. And he just felt this pressure and he couldn't he couldn't get away. So he just waited out in the parking lot till he got off work and just blasted him in the head. Uh, but I again, want a that's car. I want a corner office. <laughs> uh, it wasn't quite that entertaining. Um you're Hello. entertained by some of the strangest shit. <laughs> uh, next one was um, the next one. The la- the most recent shooting in my field was a guy in Oklahoma, and he went out to do a home visit on somebody, and he was in the Navy. Uh, I think he was a uh, no, he might have been in the Marines. Yeah, he was an ex Marine, a uh, big guy, uh, and he had a firearm. You know, he was armed, and he goes up to this guy's house to do a home visit. And the guy came out and was aggressive. So he started backing up and, you know, he's got a firearm. Well, the guy like jumped on him and just beat his ass, like beat him into a bloody pulp, then took his gun and executed him right there in the street. And, you know, sucks. Was he on drugs? He had two kids. I don't know if he was on drugs or not, but they were telling us, they were like, look, man, you know, you don't know what these people are capable of or what they're on. You can have the training. You can have, you can be armed. And they still get you. To Pizzle. Jay Pizzle. What are you people doing? Pizzle. We're talking about people getting fucking executed. Why? Well, so I'll, throw out another military, I'll throw out another military story. Uh, uh, this is, you know, years ago. I'm in Iraq, and we're working with this guy called Shake Dark. Shake Dark was um, killed by suicide vest not too long ago. Somebody just uh, walked up to him and gave him a hug and detonated him. So Shake Dark, he, he did some shady stuff, man. Um, but, you know, it was 
kind of like a necessary evil for us to, to get security in the region. And uh, there was one day where we had been uh, working with him and he's like, we're going to go up in this house and we're going to go get this guy and we want to question him. And we're like, oh, yeah, sure, man. We're, um, we're just here to pull security for you. And uh, if, if you want to do this, go right ahead. We want to we want to make sure that you have what you need to, to, to make this region stable because we don't want ISIS or Taliban to run up in here. And uh, well, ISIS wasn't around back then, but, you know, you know what I'm saying? I'll buy the Taliban. So he goes up in this house and we can hear, you know, uh, passionate arguing. And the next thing we know, Shake Dark is walking out. He's got his security detail dragging this dude outside, and uh, he puts him on his knees, and like they're, you know, double the double the double the double the double the talk, talk, talk. And then Shake Dark pulls his pistols out, shoots him right in the fucking head in front of all of us. Damn. So, what what did you see that guy's body do? Head popped back, fell over. He was on what, his knees. When it went down, when it went down, what'd you, what'd you say? I said, fuck. <laughs> I said it loud too. Well, like, did, your, did your eyes like pop out, like pop out of your head? Like, whoa! No, what, I, do, I said, what do you do? Fuck. I said just like that. Did, and did, I, you know, did you question him? Like, what are you doing? Like, hey, what's going on? No, 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 that wasn't that wasn't our that wasn't our decision to make. You know, he made that decision. So when I saw that, I mean, I had never seen anybody been killed in front of me like that before, and um, you know, it was just. I, I didn't know the guy. I didn't know the reason behind it. And when I wasn't about to ask, that was way above my pay grade. You know, that's what our platoon commander would settle with the interpreter. And then he would pass that up to our company commander. But, um, you know, that's all officer regulated shit. They they handle that. But uh, so when they, I saw it, I was like, they, dude, that's fucking dangerous. This guy's they, dangerous. Did they pick him up? Did they, did they bury him? Did they do anything? Just leave him there uh, and walk when, when that happened, when that happened, our platoon commander said, this meeting's over. Get in the trucks. We're getting out of here. So we left. <laughs> Just like that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a hard this life, yes. We're the fuck out of this place. And I said, that's a that's a good decision because, uh, yeah. Anyway, um, so we, we, we got out of there. But then it wasn't much longer after that. We sat down with a local leader. They call him Shakes over there. We sat down with one, and uh, it was our company commander. So he's a little bit higher up the chain. And um, he's a yoked up dude, man. He's huge. He's got arms like Popeye. He's got like a 20 inch neck, big bald head. You know, he's um, he's got a little fat to him, but it's because he's so freaking massive, you know, and uh, <clears throat> forearms, you know, real, real thick forearms. Yeah, just a just a big dude, you know. So he walks in and you know, he's got the he's got the, the power of an entire company of Marines behind him, which is around. 300 ish, 200 to 300 men. But he's got, you know, he's got a few guys, but if he needs to, he can call the battalion commander and get the power of a thousand men behind him. And that's, I mean, that's, that's a lot of power for one person. So anyway, they're, they're sitting down and they're talking and they're arguing about the region and what they need. And it's like, we need this, we need this, we need this. It's like, so we already gave you some of this stuff. We can't give you any more. It's like, you know what? If you're not going to be willing to work with me, uh, I'm going to have like a thousand men out here tomorrow. And he's like, well, if you do that, I'm going to call the regiment and we'll get fucking tanks out here tomorrow. It's like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, we're out We're We're hearing this. <laughs> yeah, right? And I'm, I'm like, I'm looking around and I'm looking at all their security details. Like, am I going to have to fucking kill these people? <laughs> 
because if all that all that leader's got to do is say something in Arabic and they're pulling their fucking guns out. They got AKs. <laughs> God dang, man. That was that made me cooler minds prevail, but for about 10 minutes there, man, I was sweating bullets. Not just because it was... Have, what are you doing, Aaron? I'm just trying to have lunch over here, guys. I'm just trying to have lunch. <laughs> well, it was late at night. It was like uh, the sun had gone down, so it had to be around 9. And I'm just kind of just chilling, posted up. What I do is I search everybody that tries to come in the building because we don't want them to try to assassinate someone. Right? That happens. So I'm just I'm just pulling security and pat people down. And uh, God, man, when when that conversation was happening and I could hear what was being said, I was like, "Fuck, <laughs> what am I doing here? Why am I in this place right now?" <laughs> yep. Fuck out of here because. No matter what I say or what arguments I try to raise, it's like you're an E3. Uh, your opinion doesn't fucking matter. So, <laughs> Raleigh, sit down and shut up. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Open fire on that enemy, and I don't care what the fuck they say. Kill them. <laughs> uh, that's what. Uh, so the blink of an eye, John. It's the blink of an eye. I think you can go from bad to worse. Oh, shit. Oh. Chase having some issues with his camera. His camera went offline for a second. I said, all right, everybody, that's the Big Beefing Show. Thank you for tuning in. <laughs> oh, man, Shane. What up, boy? Shane, your truck is getting no love, Shane. None. No love. I'm getting that fucking truck, and I don't give a shit what anybody says. No love, Shane. Somebody that's already reserved it. He's a friend of mine. He already he already paid for it. it yeah, it I'm, like, I'm going to reserve it, too. It looks like a light. Okay, it might, when I look at it, I see a Land Rover slash... Light tank. <laughs> That's why I look what I see. It's like a light tank. Yeah, the Land Rover. I was looking at the uh, the uh, interior, and so I was worried because I was like, "How does the rear view mirror work?" And like, it's it's basically part of the glass. It looks like a normal rear view mirror. It's just camera, but it looks like you're looking at the rear view mirror, but you're actually looking at a camera. Right? The a rear view mirror. The only way that's not going to work for you is if it gets cracked or damaged. A camera can fail for any reason. The, the problem Next I have with, the problem I have with the tank, or the problem I have with the, the 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 cyber truck right now, Shane is you get it right now, everyone's gonna want to fucking test it. Oh, they say you can't scratch it. Oh, they say you can't break the glass. Oh, they say you can't. That's why I feel like people yeah. gonna fuck with. You better believe I'm taking a fucking baseball bat to that shit. You better believe that. Well, <laughs> look outside, Shane. Let's test it. Just banging on it. That's what, that's why Texas is an an open carry state. Shane. <laughs> <laughs> You ain't got no guns in the house, do you, boy? I got three guns in the house. Damn. You didn't even say anything about that. You got pistols or shotguns? They're all handguns. Have you gotten your concealed carry? No. Why not? It's this house. Know. The fuck do I need? It's open carry. Well, because you don't want people to see that you actually have the... See, that's my whole argument about open carry. I, okay, it's your right. You you should be able to do it. I, I think that's great. You exercise your right. But when you have a weapon and you're carrying it around and people can see that, if somebody is a shooter, you're the first person they're gonna fucking kill. Not gonna I, kill me. I I tell you right now, when I when I was in DeSoto, I shit you not. The very next day, open carry would sign you can carry it. I had this dude come in, two 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 handguns on both sides, two handguns on once on each hip, and and uh, a long uh, we call it Aaron the, the guns like right. down like they're they're huh. A rifle? No, no. Like he had, he had each, he had one gun under each, under each armpit, the little hip one. 
Then he had, he had one, one on each hip, and he had one in the back. They had five guns on him the first day. Arm to the fucking teeth, man. I mean, I don't know. I mean, when, when I see something like that, I think you're just trying to show off to people. Um, there's no reason you need five guns. Maybe two guns because you don't want to reload if you're in a very hostile situation. Um, for people like that, they're going out looking for something. They're, they're, they're badass. And, and, you know, people like that that have that sort of um, cowboy mentality, uh, I, I don't approve of that. Okay. You know, just I, do something doesn't mean you should do something. And I'm glad Shane's having fucking camera problems because he's not able to talk about this right now. So <laughs> I, I thought it was funny when I saw the, the guy, it was an older man and an older woman, and they both had six shooters on their hips. Six shooters. <laughs> oh, yeah, the revolvers with the hammer yeah. and the, and the, the yeah. chambers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, what is this? I'm like, okay, you know. Sounds like that couple's locked, cocked, ready to rock. Mm-hmm. Let's so, rock! Bang, 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 bang. But yeah, first day, dude had five guns on him. And they're trying to say, oh, we gotta go ask him if he has his license. But uh, bullshit, I'm not asking nothing. <laughs> no, no so, uh, he wants I, I feel, I feel that private properties, especially businesses, should be able to reserve the right to not allow people with weapons onto their property just like you can in your house. So if if the business owner says, we're not going to allow guns out here, you should be able to say, okay, you're not going to allow guns? And you, all right, then I'll, maybe I'll just go somewhere else. But it's the same with your private property. If somebody is trying to pass through your property to get somewhere and you say, hey, uh, you can't come through here if you've got guns. I don't feel safe. I don't know you. and I don't care if your intentions are good. You've got guns around my kids. I don't like that. So, you Shane, well, well, like, let's say that. Shane, would you be offended, Shane, if someone else brought a gun into your house? Like, let's say I, like, let's say me. I go in there. You don't know. My shirt flies up in the bag. You see my handgun in the back of my pants, back of the little uh, holster behind, behind my back. Are you going to say anything? Well, are you going to start taking the gun out, like, fucking spinning around in circles and shit? Like a no, fucking... I'll... No, no, I'm going to be, no. I'm going to be mature about it. And you just, like, when it's needed. No, I'm not going to start showing it off. Yeah, I probably wouldn't care. Is, is there someone in your house that would care? Like, Shane, he has a gun in our house. You know, would you, like, we you know. I guess I'd go get my gun and just stick it in my pocket. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> boy. You want to do this shit? And you put your gun in your pocket. <laughs> and then and then if, like, something goes down, I got to take it out. I got to put the bullets in the fucking chamber and then flip it over. And pop, pop, pop. Oh, you got a revolver? Yeah. <laughs> Well, snub nose. Oh, a thirty-eight. Okay, that's that's good. Compact. Um, I'm a forty-five Sarah's, person. It's actually Sarah's gun. I bought it for her Christmas. I didn't know Sarah was into guns. Oh yeah, yeah. When she was working at parole, she wanted one to carry around to do her job. And I can imagine, you know, some of those people you you might want to have that for an extra sense of security. Oh, I I, uh, an AA twelve, but it's not sold to the public yet. You want a shotgun? <laughs> Hell yeah, man. That thing's bad. You seen, that, you seen the AA-12? John, if you don't know how to handle that thing, it'll knock your shoulder out of sight. No, the, no, no, the, the, no, no. The, the AA-12 has almost no kick to it. If you watch the videos on it, almost none. You saw a guy holding two of them. <laughs> Go unloading. <laughs> I'm gonna get, I, I haven't seen that video. I'm going to get the, uh, the Tesla truck, and I'm going to get the Tesla flamethrower and fucking hook that bitch up. Yeah, have your flamethrower charged by your car so you can just run around with your flamethrower on top, uh, leaning out the sunroof. Yeah, <laughs> well, I, I, you know that comedian George Carlin? 
He yeah. used to have this. He used to have this bit, and he was like, you know, whoever invented the flamethrower, that was a guy standing there saying, "Hey, see that motherfucker over there? I want him to be on fire." <laughs> <laughs> Shane, you live in a neighborhood, Shane. Well, I feel like the homeowners would go, Shane, we see your truck. We feel like it's a little much, you know. Well, first of all, uh, I got the Constitution of the fucking United States on my side, and they kissed my fucking ass. <laughs> Second of all, if I had to, like, if the cops came in, like, after I got done raising hell and throwing a scene and destroying property, um, and they're like, hey, man, you know, either, you know, we're, we're going to, the bank's going to come in and take your house or all this shit or whatever, uh, I would just clean out my garage and park it in there. Damn, man. But hey, I, I, that's not going to happen. One, that's not going to happen because... If the car is legal, it can be on the street. Like you could, if you had a uh, a bicycle, you could you could park your bicycle in your driveway. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, motorcycles. Uh, some people got those little uh, those um, those three wheelers. Were they called um, ATVs? Yeah, there's those other ones though. Are they Raycasters or? Oh, oh the, uh, the the motorcycle ones. Uh, yeah. Oh, what you, yeah, I, something spider, cross spider. I can't. I can't remember what they are, but people now, have. Why is he on the camera? What? He's he's raising his child. Oh, you can't bring your child on camera. No, I can't sit down. I'm about to go put her down in a minute. He goes on when I let her down. So I got oh, John, did you see? I got the I got the tickets for AEW. Heck yeah, dude! So who's this guy you like? What the hell? So did he put his pants in his pocket every time he wrestles? So, <laughs> Orange Cassidy. He uh he wears blue jeans, sneakers, has a blue jean jacket. His shirt is a shirt of himself wearing a shirt of himself. <laughs> That's his shirt. And then he's got these aviator sunglasses. His hair's all slicked off to the slide. And he only wrestles with his hands in his pockets. That's the only okay. way he can wrestle. Well, what I've seen, Shane, he makes it work. It's pretty oh, yeah. funny. It's, it, 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 it's, it's funny and it's talented at the same time. There, there was one scene where... Uh, the wrestlers are like in the back hallway and they're beating the fuck out of each other. Like there's people just like 10 of them all at once. And this one guy's getting ready to throw this dude in the bathroom. And so they're like, he opens up the door and he's getting ready to throw the guy in there. And then he sees like Cassidy leaning up against the wall with his hands in his pocket. He just slowly shuts the door and goes back to beating the shit out the guy. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want none of that. Yeah. He's pretty cold, man. Um, The problem is he's so high flying. Like he can get moved around by the bigger guys that can throw him around pretty easily. But, uh, yeah, he's slick, man. His whole thing is, like, he dodges you and he uses your momentum against you and then he just fucking kicks the shit out of you. That sounds so stupid. That sounds like the stupidest shit I've ever heard. <laughs> oh, man, it's fucking funny as hell, man. So, did I read right, Shane, that um, WWE is not signing CM Punk? Fox is going to be signing CM Punk? Yeah, supposedly he's working as a uh, news announcer, a, a broadcaster. And I mean, of course, he'll they'll probably have him calling WWE matches and stuff for, for Fox, like yeah. reporting on them. Well, it's good to say he's still he's still getting work. You know, I still can see that. I don't. I. I you know what? I, he's got no. Uh, whatever he had before, to me, that's all gone because he's gotten his ass kicked in the UFC. If he had at least one one fight, I'd be like, okay, yeah, he can he can come back. But Man. for him, to go to the UFC and get his ass kicked. Why would I believe he's a good wrestler now? You know. Well, he he did a um something with a video game company. It was the it was the ones that did the UFC video game, and he was in number two. 
and they were going through the roster showing off the stats and when they showed his stats and how low they were man he got fucking pissed he played it off as being funny but it was such an uncomfortable moment you just so cringeworthy because he's just laying into these developers and you know maybe he did get his ass beat quite a bit in the UFC, but I definitely bet he could beat the ass of whoever was in that room with him. And they're all just like being real quiet, not looking at him in the face. <laughs> well, I mean, they, got to to the they got they got to look at the stats, you know, and he ain't lived up to the stats. So, yeah, you know, <laughs> dude, like, I mean, you could tell he's like, my kicks, my kicks are fucking sixty nine. Who fucking gives me a sixty nine for my kicking? <laughs> I mean, bro, look, all you got to do is replay the footage of him. Uh, uh. And I'm like, yep, that's why. That's why you get a low rating. Bye, John. Oh, okay. I thought you're leaving. And scoot on over there. This yeah, is what, fifty. <laughs> what, what prompted that story, uh, 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 John? When we're talking about guns, I already told Aaron this. I'm sorry, listeners. I got to tell it again because John, John didn't hear it. But um. I had a dream last night that I was leaving. Uh, I was leaving the yeah, park. Yeah, listen to this shit, John. This shit is pretty fantastic. Right. I was leaving Here. the park small with uh, with Daniel. We were leaving the movie theater, and me and Daniel are walking out to the parking lot, and uh, we see this guy, and he's like wearing, he's got blue jeans, he's wearing flannel, he's got like a John Deere hat on. He's a Mexican guy, and he's carrying he's carrying an AR-15, and I'm just sitting there thinking this is weird, like, but I was like, well, it's his right to do it. And then uh, I stopped for a second. I was like, I, I kind of want to wait and see what he's doing. Well, Daniel keeps on walking. Daniel wants to go to the car, and he don't want to wait. And I was like, oh, let's just hold up. And Daniel's like, no, I'm going to go get the car, and I'll come get you. So Daniel keeps walking, and this guy just pulls out the AR-15, just starts unloading. Bam, Daniel goes down. Other people start screaming. So I had a split second. I had to think, am I going to stop and save Daniel, or am I just going to run? So I fucking ran. And, like, you know, I got to hope for the best for Daniel. Maybe I can swing back around and try to get him. But um, yeah. <laughs> I, run in, I run into the mall and I got to go. I got to decide, do I go through the main entrance, the main lobby? And at this point, I'm yelling active shooter and like people are panicking and screaming and like running with their kids. And like he's just he's just unloading. He's just pop, pop, pop. He's just like rounds are going off. So, I mean, it's it's bad. And like we're calling the police and I run inside and I had to decide, do I go through the main entrance where everybody else is going or I try to go to one of these little side exits and get around to try to see if I can find Daniel. So I go in through the side and like I end up like in a fucking daycare and there's all these kids and shit in there while the parents are watching movies and I'm like screaming and I, I go through the cafeteria at main one and I'm like yelling, I was like, come on, we got to go, get out, move. And uh, it seems like the path is getting narrow and narrower and like I can't find any exits and I was just, I'm hearing the gunfire in the background and it's like, fuck. And that was pretty much it. Shane described it in much more detail than when he told me, John. I just want so, you to know that. Well, so, so I had to get through the, you know, quick. Okay, a couple questions then. When you what, what did you feel when you when you woke up? What did you feel? Did you feel guilty? Okay, did you feel guilty for leaving Daniel? Hey, no, did you, no, oh, come on, man. No, hold on, hold on. Did, did, did you feel guilty for leaving? Daniel? Did you feel guilty for not having a gun? Did nope. you feel guilty for not getting involved, like helping? For people? saving Daniel? What I was thinking was like I was I was thinking when I woke up I was like man I wish I had a Desert Eagle with a laser sight and I just popped off two rounds into his chest and like. Got him before he could get the shot off. But then I, the part of me was thinking, I have to know he has intent. So he's got to raise that gun because Daniel was the first one to go down. Like Daniel's the first one he got. And it's like, you know, how would I have known that he was going after Daniel? I mean, I wouldn't know until the round is already fired. And by that point, it would have been too late. Um, 
But yeah, that was the only feelings I had about it. So, so, so you want to be? So we say this: you want to be an active uh, carrier now. Well, they tell you that the best thing you can do is get away. You know, just to get away. And that's what I did in the dream. I got away. Like I didn't try to confront him. But when I woke up, I was thinking, "Fuck that asshole! I want to confront him." You know, but dream is already over. So, <laughs> but so in real life, you would have want to stay and help. You know, you would want to like pull yours out and help. Yeah, if I had one, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> you wouldn't be an active carrier. You know. That's Aaron, did, right you get your, uh, did you get your laptop back? Me? Well, um, the laptop I have now is uh, it's not working very well. It just gave me a blue screen. So you didn't get your stuff back? There's uh, still a lot of stuff that I did not get back, yeah. From what? Like your laptop that had all your writings on there? Oh, no, I've got that. That's right here. But um, it's it's starting to blue screen for some reason. What happened to your, what happened to your laptop? Some girl stole it. You got it back, though, sounds like? Yeah, I drove down there and I confronted her. Um, her mom and stepdad were there. Uh, we talked and I was like, look, you just give me my stuff and the cops don't have to get involved. Just give me everything that I that you took. And she didn't do it. And so I handed it over to the cops. I've got evidence handed into them and they're lying it from here. Oh, with some bull crap. Oh, speak, speaking of that. Uh, well, not speaking of that. Shane, did you watch The Mandalorians? Uh, yeah, I've been watching Mandalorian. Yeah. Number three? What's the third one? Yeah, you know that big one was actually John Favreau. That was actually him. No, right. The big yeah. one, the big, the Gatling gun carrying some bitch. Yeah. I knew, I, I knew. I knew. I knew he'd make himself more badass. I knew he would. That sounds like oh, give me a Gatling gun, a rocket. I mean, a, a rocket pack and some badass armor. <laughs> yep. Love that guy. Yeah, you know John great. Favreau, Aaron, the guy who directed Iron Man, the, his well, bodyguard. Not, not the third one. Not the third one. Oh. Then one and two. Yeah. You know who he is, Aaron? Aaron, you fucking know who he is? John Favreau. Um, I knew him in uh that Vince uh Vince Vaughn Swing- movie. Uh, Swingers? what was it? Swingers. 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 <laughs> you gotta shout it shit. I don't know that movie that movie. It's pretty funny. Um yeah, I've I've been watching John Favreau for, for a while. It's just I don't really care about him. One more. I think he's a, he's a good actor, a good director. I think he done. He's good in both ways. But yeah, it's been it's so, been fun. It's been good. I like it. So, so Mandalorian is in though. Like I said, Mandalorians are in. The next con you go to, Shane, number freaking Mandalorian armor guy oh, wear. Oh, they already know. Huh? They already know. Bobo, Django, and like the custom made ones. Everybody being their own little thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I like that he doesn't have a name. His name's just Mando from Mandalorian. Mando, like so, he doesn't have a name. Just you don't call him his, his race. Well, that's interesting because Boba Fett had a name. Mm-hmm. It's Jango Boba. Fett. Yeah, Boba Fett from Star Wars. We're talking about Star Wars, Aaron. <laughs> well, I see. I see his. I see his. Um, his flashback, Shane. I wonder is he really Mandalorian? Well, what's the difference between a Mandalorian and a normal person? I don't know. I was wondering. Mom's Mandalorian is not an orphan that Mandalorian found. What'd you say, Aaron? You say your mom's different? <laughs> no, your mom's Mandalorians, for the most part, are just humans. They're just born on a planet called Mandalore. I thought they were all uh, clones. 
Well, so they, they used uh, a clone. They used they used one guy who was like the best of the best of the Mandalorians, and Jango him. Jango Fett. Yeah, Jango Fett. She was he was like the top dog. Like, killed Jedi and shit. That's why they that's why they cloned him. I think him killing Jedi. I think he more. Yes, he had skill. I think a lot of it was luck. He never he never tried to fucking kill a master Jedi. <laughs> why would he try to kill a fucking master one? You see what like, You saw it for a time he tried to kill a master Jedi, Mask Windu. <laughs> it didn't work uh, out. He gave Obi Wan a run for his money though. Uh, he wasn't a master at that point. Well, okay. <laughs> Just go continue sucking Jedi peen. That's all you need to fucking do. Just that shit down. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. He, like he's gonna hit the jump on um, Obi Wan. I didn't expect him to have that much skill. I guess I don't know. All they have is like blasters and shit. Blasters and well, that's that's one thing that Star Wars does that doesn't make any sense. They say that, oh, you know, uh, the lightsaber is a, a refined, elegant weapon. Uh, blasters clumsy and all this. It's like it doesn't make any sense. It's a laser. It's a beam of light. Did you, did you see the vibro the vibro blades? Uh uh-uh. uh. Watch it again. You see the blades are vibrating. They're vibro. Stupid name. What they're vibrating. Vibro blades. <laughs> that they are vibro blades. It's a special material. And you know. So you're all you're all pumped about the uh, about Mandalorian, right? You think it's yeah. Uh... I think I think it's really good. I, I think I like to see, like I said like I said by this time next year, saying you're gonna have books, comic books, uh, cosplayers. Um, little um, shit, anything you can think of. People doing Mandalorian stuff. Little baby Yodas. Yeah. So, oh, by the way, a side note, I gotta show y'all. Did y'all know there was a con that is dedicated to just pins and patches? Yeah, it's, it's called like Pin Con, and like it's all it is. It's a whole con full of all. It's like a Comic Con, but it's all custom pins. Are any of the I'm pins like, like super Batman? Pins and patches you wear, yeah. Super badass. <laughs> oh, like a, a pin that you pin on you, not a writing pin. A no, pin. yeah, no, yeah, what? actual pin, yeah, writing like pin. Oh fuck that, man! What the fuck? Hold on, hold on, for patches and pins. Are yeah. any of the patches or pins like biometrics, like reading your heartbeat and shit, or? No, no, they're just regular, goofy looking, you know, little like little pins you didn't think you would want. You know, I saw one that was like, uh, you know, a bunch of pot ones. I saw something that was like, um. Evil Dead ones. I saw a bunch of them. you know just different pins, like a bunch of military pins that they 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 that they fuse together. Uh, it was like um, like Air Force and Navy. It looked pretty badass. And they had one of the Army and Marines. They had like like the, how they put it at, in there. It's really pretty cool. So um, and they had some different Marvel ones and zombies, uh, space ones. Um, you you have to I have to show you because like I said, it, but that's all it was: is pins and patches. That's all it is. Um, do y'all got Netflix? Yeah, yeah. I know that no, show, no. the uh, the toys that made us. I got uh, the new season came out. I gotta watch it. Yeah, we watched the episode. We've watched all of them. We watched the one tonight on uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. How was that one? So the guys who created it, um, you know, they created it and like it's like a normal. They were just they were best friends and they were just kind of goofing off one summer and they were like, hey, let's draw a comic book. And so they made one, and they didn't know that it was going to be what it would turn into. And, like, they're, they're talking to the one guy. He's, like, in his 50s, and he's like, yeah, uh, you know, my wife was teaching at the time. And then one day they show up with a check, and it's a million dollars. 
and I got to go put that in my bank account. And he's like, it's just, it's just kind of weird. And like the other guy, he was like, yeah, they told us to save our money and use it wisely. And then they cut to one of the company toy owners. He's like, oh, did he tell you about the tank? And they show the guy like driving in a tank that he bought. He went out and just bought a tank and uh, <laughs> some money gone. Anyways, um, so they make a shit ton of money off the cartoons, the toys, the movie. And then, uh, you know, they had, the, they had that live action TV show and it tanked. And they tried to reboot it with the cartoon. It seemed like it was coming back. And then finally Nickelodeon stepped in back in 2012. And they're like, look, uh, we want to make new cartoons. We want to relaunch the franchise. We're just going to buy it out from y'all. And the guy was like, okay, yeah, I'll do 60 mil. So he sold it. And the next one brought in $74 million. So he brought in what? $474 million profit. And that guy sold it for sixty. You never. So would that, would that be your um? Well, how your uh? Aaron, what are you doing? Nothing, man. Shit. I hear a lawnmower. You're right. Oh, that's my face. The what? Is that what it is? <laughs> I hear. I hear your fan. I hear a lawnmower. Yeah, that's my that's my fan going. Okay. Oh, so, um, so, so anyway, the sure. thing about it was is the guy who bought the tank. He had already sold his rights off to the other guy because he was he wanted out of the franchise. So that guy didn't get shit. Like he got so nothing. You should never sell. You should always say no. I'll let y'all use it, but I still get royalties. Is what you're saying. Well, you should never reason, sell. I, the reason why that guy, the first guy, Kevin, the reason why he sold it to his friend is because the company were like, "Look, we think uh, we want to do the show, and we want to add in a female character." We're going to get a female turtle in there. And the guy's like, no, it's four guys. You don't need a female. And they're like, but we really we really want to get a female because the Power Rangers, they got a girl. They're very popular. We want a female turtle. And the guy's like, no, I'm not doing it. I'm not signing off to that. I refuse. And the other guy was like, fuck it, man. Just let them do it. And then he's like, no, we're not doing it. And so he's like, you know what? I'm not doing this anymore. Just buy up my shares. I'm out. And so the other yeah. guys, you know, at least he got his 60 mil, so... I, I wish I could find it, De Shane. Didn't I? Didn't I read that the, the director for Deadpool jumped, uh, bailed out because Ryan Reynolds wanted full franchise rights? Well, but you know he's right though. I mean, Ryan Reynolds actually saved the franchise. But just listen to him. He but, knows what makes the comic books work. He knows what makes the character work. But the, the same thing. You're like, you're like, no, this is worth millions. Yes, and I saved it. So let me have some franchise rights. And yeah. let's, let's make some more money. Nah, we're not going to do that. Well, I think, I think when it gets on set and you're like, you know, you're the director, they give you the script and you're like, it needs to look like this. And then Ryan Reynolds like, you know, I don't like that. We're going to do it this way. And it's just like, oh, okay. Why am I signed up for this project if I got to listen to this guy tell me how to do my job? Um, Aaron, your fan is like totally... Fan off! Cut the fan off! I can't hear. Yes, you can. You didn't say anything about it before. It didn't start with just now. Yeah, it, it just started now. Like now, it just got loud all of a sudden. I ain't here before. So when y'all when I get my Tesla, y'all want to ride around in it? Uh, fuck yeah, I'm gonna ride around in it. <laughs> I'm gonna be blaring Power Rangers up on full blast. Oh, so the, the, guy, the guy who wrote the Power Rangers theme song. 
He wrote like almost all the songs when we were kids. Like he wrote the He-Man theme song, She-Ra theme song. Um, I think was Thunder it Danny Elfman? Silverhawks, huh? Was Danny Elfman? No, his name's uh, Heim Saban. Heim Saban. <laughs> he's the Jewish guy. He runs Saban. He, you know, I, I, you know, I like I've never watched an episode of Silverhawks. But I've seen that fucking trailer like 300 times. Silverhawks! <laughs> For 95% of the cartoons growing up, the intros were the best part. The actual shows sucked. But the intros were like fucking amazing. Uh, oh, even, even Biker Mice from Mars one was kind of cool. Biker Mice from Mars. <laughs> yeah, but if you watch the show, it's dumb as fuck. It's about these di- giant ass Mars mice. Doesn't make any fucking sense. That's what we should cosplay as. We should all get bikes and cosplay as the biker mice from Mars. People would love it. People would love. People would love that. Uh, I'd say most people wouldn't know who the fuck we are. You, you know, Shane. I was thinking about you, Shane. Real quick. Side note. Real quick. Here's what I wanted to do. I saw this guy on YouTube and on, on Facebook. People watch his shit because he just opens shit and tries it out. I was thinking, like, man, what if we did that? But we had a, we like someone like you, like Shane, you'd be like doing it, but like beside you, we had like a fucking puppet. You know, and like Shane, you open it like, oh, oh let's say like, a you puppet open it. Like, uh, huh? Well, you know, our only, the only experienced puppet person we got on the show is Daniel. So it'd be, fun, it'd be funny that like, if you're opening Shane like a. Daniel uh, hasn't been on the show in weeks. Man, I tried to tell him, Shane, when you can open that stupid, I'd be like, who, Shane? How does that work? Well, you dumbass, this is how it works right here. Like, oh, okay. What does it do? Like, you tell it what it does, and then you use it, and I feel like, oh, oh, okay. Yo, see, you're laughing right now. It should be funny. How many, of those, how many of those fucking things do you have? Uh, one. Uh, hey, here's, here's, so here's, much here's work. one. Here's the armless one. There's two. Here's the sheep. Three. Let's see. Uh, see. Uh, my googly-eyed oh, no, cow. <laughs> Four. Wait, I thought that was Daniel's cow. He, he has another one. The fuck he's got two cows? Yeah. It's fine. My horse. Hey, fellas. How you doing? Hump day. Well, wrong animal. But... Yeah, that's that's the camel. <laughs> Here, here's a... The, I call him the, the tweet duck. <laughs> Why is he a tweet duck? Ducks don't tweet. They, they go quack. <laughs> That's the funny thing about it. That's the, that's the joke. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the, the, the joke. The tweet duck. That's the joke. See, <laughs> don't fucking uh, tweet. <laughs> comedy. And here's and here's my my Kermit. There we go. The frog right there. Okay. What do you uh? What do you want to open? I I don't I don't know Shane. I, I don't. It's one of those things that we have to buy like two or three things, make two or three videos at at one time. And just see if they work, you know. Like that reminds me of the the fiend on WWE. Have you seen the fiend? Yeah. So he, Aaron, have you seen this guy? Do you know who Bray Wyatt is? I don't watch wrestling anymore. He's a big old muscled up dude, but he's like thick. He's like the meat and potato kind of muscle. And uh, he used to be like his whole thing was he was like a voodoo shaman type of guy, and like he crawl around the rings backwards and shit. It's real freaky because of how big he was to walk around like that. Anyways, he, he started this new character, and uh, you know that monster from um, 
Disturbed on the, that's on their cover album. Disturbed. Down with the sickness. You know what the fuck I'm talking about? <laughs> Rock music. We went to their concert. Do you remember what their really? album looked like? You went to a concert? Yeah, me and Aaron did. Do you remember their fucking what they looked like? You know what I'm talking about. God damn it. <laughs> I'll send yeah. the pic later. Anyway, no, I, know, I know what it is. It's got the teeth and the eyes and the hoodie. Yeah. And... Yes. Thank you. Fuck, man. I knew you knew. Anyways, he, uh, why did you get so twisted up about it? Shit. Just keep telling the story. There. I'm trying to tell you the story. You are destroying the flow. See, that's how comedy works. You got to have punchlines and tags. And I can't get to the fucking punchline because you're just sitting there staring at me. <laughs> no comedy can occur. We can't fucking communicate. Because you just stare. Just keep talking. Just get to the point. No, I need to know that you understand that you're following the conversation. It's called reflective listening. That you understand. Anyways, he has this bit where he's talking and he's like dressed all nice. And he what starts with these little puppets and he's talking like as the puppet. And then he goes crazy and like he'll put like a dead body in a box or something. And then he goes back Who to does? the puppets. Who does this? I'm not saying it again. I just went through the last five minutes explaining this shit. I, I think it'd be it, I think it'd be easy, Shane, because all we need is a table, tablecloth, me hunched down, you talking to the puppet. I'm saying whatever I want to say. You're t saying, "All right, we're gonna try this fire starter out, or we're gonna try this. Uh, we're gonna look at I don't know what, and hopefully we'll just just be funny, you know." Now is this is this scripted or is this just going off the cuff? I think we do better with the, the, the wings on the pants, just routine that we usually do, and just fly by it, you know. Fly by the seat of your pants, the yeah. wings on the pants. It took me a second to kind of make that connection. I'm like, <laughs> All right, boys, we've hit our hour mark. We're going to wrap this shit up. <laughs> Shane looks irritated. Yeah, he's <laughs> look at him. He's so frustrated. <laughs> Got to change the format. <laughs> All right, we're at Big Beef and at B Biffin. We got John at JP's What, Aaron at Southeast Third. Uh, we'll be back on Wednesday, and then uh, we're off for Thursday for Thanksgiving. Y'all excited? Ready for food? Thank you for being here tonight. I know you got a kid and all, so. Oh, that's why. Well, I try. I try. So what? Stop being fucking nice. We need to end the show in anger. You, you know by now, I don't listen to your bitch ass. <laughs> See, that's what we got to end the show on. Fucking anger. So each episode, you think they people, lead the fans think that we're going to make up each episode? Wait a second. Wait a second. If Yoda, if baby Yoda is there, that means there's, oh, well, we know there's a Sith or it's Snoke. We know there's Sith that are back. No, I thought it was Palpatine. I thought Palpatine was coming back. Maybe it's Palpatine. Maybe if Palpatine comes back, so does Yoda. Maybe they're one and the same. I, I, I know well, in I, the video. I don't think. I don't think it's Pop. I think it's like. I think I saw in the video game that Palpatine downloaded his subconscious or copying something to a robot, some shit like that. Well, I, I, if you look at the cast credits for the next Star Wars movie, it's it's credited Palpatine. He's in the really? credits. Well, all right, boys. All right, well, see y'all on Wednesday. Spoiler alert.